You're listening to the Pittsburgh Piledriver Podcast. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Oh, wait, no, that's uh, that's uh, that's something different. Thanks, everybody. Hi. Is that Poot? Did I do it right? You know what, buddy? You nailed it. I'm I'm so proud of you. Hey everybody, it's the Pittsburgh Pod River Podcast. Um, I don't know how to do an intro because I tried to do an outro and now I taste pennies. Um, thanks for joining us. We're gonna do wrestle talks, and it's not gonna be about Vince McMahon. Or maybe you will. I have no idea what these moves are gonna say. Uh, I barely know what I'm gonna say most of the time. I'm Ransom. Hello. Uh, the better, uh, uh, fourth, third, the better pieces of the pie of this podcast are here with me as well. That would be Poot the Bard. He does the outros, and therefore I don't have to taste pennies. Tiger Bomb Tom, he uh, streams on Among Us on Tuesday nights, so I don't have to, you know, take my little white pills to not lose my marbles. And Beef the Legend. He has all the gold draped around him because he is your chooser weight champion. Yes, he is. You can argue with me till you're blue in the face. The fact of the matter is, you're wrong. He is your chooser weight champion. Um, I got nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> um, well, the, the last episode we we talked about a lot of a lot of guff going on with with WWE. Um, what do you, what do you say we talk about some stuff with AEW because, uh, seeing highlights and everything from it, this past uh, episode of dynamite was a banger and most notably the, the great Adam Cole making his return, baby. Oh, thrilled to a road warrior worthy pop. It, that was the loudest pop I've heard in a long time. That boom was insane. Oh, and the Adam Cole yeah. baby, it, it was nuts. It was so great to see, like that kind of, <clears throat> that kind of pop, that kind of go, and that kind of involvement at an AEW show. Now, understandably, so the, any like fan favorite coming back is going to get a good reaction. But man, that was nuclear. Oh, absolutely. To be fair, it was the Kia Forum, okay, which is a basketball arena, which is like a larger arena than what they're normally running. Just gonna and it's in California, which is the home of the elite, you know, the home base of PWG. So, like, that crowd was a little bit more ramped up than what we normally get. But all of that being said, yes, Adam Cole had a deafening return, and I'm so thankful that he's back just in time to lose to MJ out this summer. Well, it really sounds uh, like Beef was trying to rain on your parade there, buddy. Oh, yeah, I know know that because anytime that I get all excited about something, Beef goes. Well, no, I was just (laughs) to be be fair. Yeah, no. Uh, Well, I don't know. Um, Pooch comes trotting into the house. Doughy eyed, big, bright blue eyed Pooch just comes trottling in. (laughs) Look at the pretty flowers that I picked for you. And here comes Big Brother Beef just walking through the room. Those aren't flowers. These are flowers, and he just takes them and eats them and vomits back into Poot's hands and goes, look, 
Give those to mom. <laughs> no, so, and poor Pete so is poop. left there with his little frown just so pretty. You hear the He trots off into the backyard to punch birds. <laughs> I cannot believe wow. how unappreciated I am in my time. I'm trying to offer insight and expertise, and you guys are making it feel like I'm a bit. I'm, I'm going to take my. I'm out of here. <laughs> All right, that's fine. All right, anyways. So I don't even know him better, man. <laughs> uh, Poot, no. So, Poot, to, to your point, because oh, this is this is the one thing I, I'm sure <laughs> people take the reins on the AEW talk because he watches it. Obviously, I can't because I don't have the capability to. So, But the one boo. thing I did, yeah, well, you know, boo yourself too. Oh. Um, well, oh. you know, well, I'm just saying. I don't know if that, you know what I apologize. I don't know if that was a uh, an angry boo at me or boo in sympathy for me. Which was the hell up, Tom? You're very Make mean. A point. You my feelings. Make a point. Now I'm okay. getting there. I'm not finished. Uh, now, the one thing I did see, I did see, uh, I did watch uh, Adam Cole's uh, return speech slash promo, and I love how in the first half that it wasn't him being a heel, wasn't him being a face. It was just him being human. And connecting with everybody, um, and Sounds the like way yeah, would say, and the way that, and the way that he, you know, he said, "Well, it's a good news, bad news situation." And then by the end of it, it kind of went into full promo mode when he's like, "The bad news isn't about me; it's for the entire locker room that I'm back, et cetera, et cetera." But the the biggest thing, the fact that the fact that, regardless if you want to call it a promo or him just just out there talking shooting shit whatever he made you sympathize and he made you connect and he did the one thing that i always say is one of the most important things got you emotionally invested he made you care about what's been going on like he tells you about how he was waking up in the middle of the night three four o'clock in the morning just full Pacing. anxiety heartbeat yeah. heartbeat going 150 60 you know, beats a minute or whatever, not being able to ride in the car for more than 15 minutes at a time without, uh, without throwing having up to or, throw yeah. up. Yeah. Like that shit. Like if anybody's ever experienced that, even if, okay, I've never personally experienced any anxiety to that level, but I still felt something, you know, I was emotionally invested to anybody that's actually had that happen to them where they've woken up in the middle of the night in a fucking panic sweat, heart racing, and I'm not talking about, oh, you had a bad dream and, you know, you fucking woke up and you're like ready to fight somebody because that's happened to me. But I'm talking about just waking up instantaneously and just not not having any idea, any reason why you're feeling this overwhelming ball of anxiety and this fucking your heart's about to beat out of your chest. He connected with them on such a deeper level. And if they weren't a fan of his before damn well damn well better believe that they are going to be now so tell me how like well and and the other thing is too like you said making that connection to to what they said it's that you don't get a reaction like that if you don't already have that connection you know what i mean he had that connection it's just now he's kind of reciprocating it which is really nice to see but he's taking it to the next level but beyond that i mean like the 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 show itself was a banger i'm gonna hand the reins over to beef on this one oh all right i'm gonna take those reins and uh, i'm gonna go ahead and talk oh sorry beef go ahead so now you want my expertise huh well Um, i know well 
I like. I don't. I I was a big fan of the Adam Cole thing. I think it was heartfelt, and like you know, Sexy. everybody read the room well. <laughs> I, I just know how this is gonna go for Adam Cole. Because right now they have MJF as a champion, and they can't, like, not have him run roughshod the next eight months, you know? Um, and, and, like, Adam Cole is very clearly, very clearly the most over person in the company at this moment. More so, than MJF? More than Moxley? Absolutely. To answer both of those things. Absolutely. Now, hold, wait, let me preface that question with going forward as well and not just like last night on his return he's not gonna fizzle i don't think so i mean adam cole doesn't fizzle man the only reason he fizzled earlier is because they booked him in like two straight losses to hangman um which was a little erroneous oh absolutely but i mean you know they thought that hangman was their guy i i get it i i get it but i mean like there's i I don't see a path right now that doesn't lead to MJF versus Adam Cole at all out. At at the oh, late no. At the latest, it could be MJF versus um, Adam Cole at double or nothing. You know, like I, he is so over right now. He is probably the top babyface in the company. I, I just like maybe he'll be. They're not gonna put the. They're not gonna take the belt off of NJF and give it to. That's Cole. what I'm saying. That that's what I'm saying. So like we're stuck with another Hangman situation where oh, Cole no. is mega hot and just ends up taking a couple of losses and that's that for a while and then maybe he'll find a group that you know get in with and I don't know man <sighs> I Mox is gonna I... be off TV for a while they they um I think I think he's finally gonna get his vacation. <laughs> What is um, I, I was they, gonna say is he just taking time off, kind of like FTR is to like heal up and. Well, he was supposed to be on vacation after All Out, and then you know All Out and happened. then Brawl Out happened. So <laughs> yeah. they basically said, "Hey, John, we need you to you know put the company on your shoulders for another six months." And he's like, "Whatever, man." Um, so like this was due to him fucking six months ago. Um, he took a, he took a hangman, uh, lariat, what, what are they called? The, 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 um, buckshot, the buckshot lariat. lariat. Buckshot, thank you. And, <laughs> the hangman um, lariat, whatever. I like that. You better. know, I, uh, he, he took it and they had an injury angle and they did a big thing with him. And I'm like, okay, this is probably it for a while. And that's fine. You know? Um, but yeah, I mean like what, what else do they have? I mean, yeah, they got, they got, they got hangman. Um, but we haven't quite seen Hangman versus MJF quite enough, I don't think. Um, I mean, but like, who else? Uh, Wardlow, I guess, is a is a stretch, but I think it's far too early to see Wardlow versus Max. Um, they don't have. I don't know uh, about that. I don't know. I, I mean, like, I, I I feel at least <clears throat> with the Adam Cole thing, like they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna necessarily throw him to MJF right away. Or if they do, it'll be one of those things where like he loses, but he loses like under shifty circumstances and it's going to be a build for him there there's money in the chase and i i mean i don't disagree with your earlier assessment that you could have a mjf versus adam cole match by double or nothing or all out um i if if it's at all out then i think you have a a 
a better shot of Adam Cole actually taking that title off of MJF. Um, but if it's but if it's any earlier, no way. It, it, I, I agree. It'll be way too soon to take the uh, to take the title off of MJF. I'd like to see Adam Cole with that um, all Atlantic title. Um, there you go. There's that. Honestly, like it, it kind of feels like a joke with Orange Cassidy. I was about uh, to not, ask who the champ was. I, I not that I, I don't value Orange Cassidy. Not that he hasn't had some bangers with it. You know, he's 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 had some great I, defenses. I, he, um, he's brought in. He's um, had. He can work, of, man. He can work. Absolutely, and, and and like I said, he's he's had some great defenses against people who, um, you know, special, you know, one time only, etc. But I mean, I think that Adam Cole can make that. Uh, kind of like in, in, an intercontinental title, if you will. Uh, think of Brett or Sean with the intercontinental title. I think that Adam Cole with that title for the next, you know, six to eight months is believable, gets him bigger and hotter, and then eventually, once they're ready to dethrone Max, Adam Cole could be the guy. Now, the problem is, is I think that they're probably looking at the same thing with Wardlow. They want, you know, I think I think they're focused on Wardlow being their future too. And then you got the curious case of Brian Danielson, the best wrestler in the world. How does he, you know, how does that guy not have your belt? You know, these are all questions that I think that we're having issues with because there's only one champion and there is so much talent. Um, and it, I'm I'm gonna fucking advocate for a splitting of the roster. I I think they, they absolutely should have a second show, and I think that they something that's not just have... rampage. Right, exactly. Like a like a full fledged Big Daddy show. Bingo, and like if if they want to do it like in place of rampage and have it be a two hour block on Friday night, that's fine. I don't care. I just think that they need something else, and and I'm not talking about Ring of Honor here. Because like it or not, Ring of Honor is going to be what NXT is to WWE, which is a stepping stone. Um, regardless of how Tony Khan wants to paint it, it's not going to be a separate but equal. It's not going to be a Raw and SmackDown. It's going to be an NXT. So I think that they need a second full-fledged show with a second, you know. And they, they don't need another mid-card title. They can use the TNT title. They can use the All-Atlantic title in the other show. But they do need a second world title um, and a second set of tag team titles because right now the cup runneth over. So what would, like, what would their second world title be? Like, would they elevate one of the existing titles already? No, or I are think you I think it would be that a they completely would. brand new. Yeah, I I do because, like I said, I think I think that they can easily take, you know, e e e, you know, the TNT title on one show and the, um, you know, the. Uh, um, Atlantic title on the other show, you know. Same with the with, same with the women's title. You have the AW women's title, and then you have the TBS title. Um, I think that Jade has done really well with that t- with the uh, the TBS title, and you even go as far as to not introduce another set of tag team titles, take the trios titles and add it on the other show. You know, boom, there you go. Um, I just I I feel like there's a lot like Miro. He's been on the bench for how long? Darby Allen shows up every so often. Sting pops in only when needed. Um, you know, Jay Lethal's wasting away in a tag team with Jeff Jarrett. Oh. Uh, fucking Keith Lee and Swerve, like they they, they did it up in it, it it almost seems like it's like every other week. 
like one week you see this group of talent, the next week you see this group of talent. And like if you're a big enough deal like the elite, like Jericho, you know, like um Britt Baker and um um uh, Jamie Hayter, like I think that you're gonna transcend that and I think you're gonna be on, you know, two weeks in a row. But like for the most part, it seems like it's 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 kinda like one week on, one week off, and I don't know that that format is the best. In my opinion. Ooh, that That's tough because like a lot like that kind of stuff, like there's so many there's so many ways to go about that. Like I don't know. And 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 I, and I know that wrestling fans hate split rosters. Um and I know that you know the that that the original brand split didn't leave a lot a, a good taste in a lot of people's mouth, but I think it can be done well. And honestly, I I, I feel like we're kind of that point WWE <clears throat> again now, where there's only one world title, but there are so many people who deserve to be world champion. Like and like the clock is running on a lot of these guys, so you gotta you know start pulling some triggers, but you don't want to hurt Roman Reigns and it, it, it's it's it, it it's it's kind of a mess. I I didn't have a problem with the first brand split. Like it was and refresh my memory, the first brand brand split is when they really alienated the rosters. Yeah, they kind of made SmackDown like, the right. the true B show. But but like that aside, like the rosters were truly split. Raw guys were strictly Raw, SmackDown was strictly SmackDown, and they even had their own, like, Raw-specific and SmackDown-specific pay-per-views. So was that the first brand split? Yes. Yep. And it, and, See, and I was as, okay with that. As I recall, that didn't last too long. We In our minds, we think it lasted a long time, but it didn't. <clears throat> I, I was fine with that. And, uh, yeah, man, me too. I, I think that that would be a blessing for AEW to have a brand split and only have a very, very select few uh, be able to bounce back and forth between both shows. Because how many times have we referenced AEW and their bloated roster? Yep. And with people who have a lot of talent not being utilized at all or being underutilized, a brand split would be the best possible thing that they can do because, like, like Beef said, having, like, person A on person A week, person B on person B week, person A on person C week, like, that's, it's hard to follow some storylines sometimes. It's hard to keep some things like, well, who were you feuding with again? What happened with you the last time you were on TV? And, and it can lead to that fizzle effect where, like, oh, I haven't seen this guy in two weeks. I'm 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 getting kind of cold on him. Like, well, here's here's something that um I, I remember from speaking of the brand splits, like playing the SmackDown versus Raw games and stuff. Like, whenever you would go to your own like general manager thing, and even if you didn't have two wrestlers wrestling a match against each other, you could do a promo or something like that. So even if somebody isn't you know getting a whole bunch of TV time one week to to make sure that people still remember the feud or whatever so it doesn't fizzle out you can have a you know short little one minute uh you know vignette something whatever just to just to kind of remind people like hey this is going on 
I, I'll give uh, I'll give WWE credit. That's something that they're always have always been very very good at is like their vignette video packages. And even though a lot of times it takes up more time than what I'd like, um, whenever I would catch the bras and stuff like that, they keep you updated. They remind you like what's been going on. Like okay, this match is happening. Well, hey, let's take a look back at what happened last week and the week before. Why this is leading to this confrontation tonight you know it's so there's there's ways to go about it you just it's you just gotta make sure you know a lot enough time and yes i know there's only so much tv time but you know maybe instead of having this uh you know instead of having like a 25 minute car crash match uh you know between whoever and whoever eh, you know maybe make it like a 20 minute match and then you have that extra five minutes to devote to keeping some of these storylines alive with short little concise vignettes something whatever a little backstage confrontation i don't know anything just as long as it's not wrestlers standing facing the camera looking 90 degrees (laughs) over their shoulder and a monitor about you know with the action happening in the ring like enough of that that's stop it my favorite my favorite thing on Botchamania is seeing the wrestlers watching TVs at an angle. That's wonderful. Yep. <sighs> like the, the one of Bret Hart. Like his head is a complete 90 degree. Like his body is facing the camera taking the shot and his head is just <laughs> completely sideways looking like the monitor. And nobody stands like that. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it, 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 it's, it's also worth mentioning that uh, Mercedes Monet did not show up on uh, on AEW last, I, last night. I mean, did I'm you sure think that, she was I'm going sure. to with all the stuff that we talked about? I mean, like I kind of did. I, I yeah, but dude, I mean, it it I I I didn't I didn't anticipate her doing this. Like, who was it? Was it Meltzer said? Or someone said that, like, it's like, let her go to New Japan, let her get this out of her system. She'll be back to WWE before you know it. Yeah, that was like before, it, it, yeah, but that was before Vince came back. That, yeah, that ain't well, gonna happen. Yeah, but she's still... not a fan of Vince, right? No. 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 Uh, no. Yeah, she won't be back. Because because so... of the fact that, that she felt, uh, well, I don't know if her and Naomi or more so yeah, her, but, uh, but they felt like, well, you know, we got these women's tag titles and basically you're not doing shit with us and this is fucking stupid oh yeah which she's she's not wrong i mean but historically unfortunately for her um you know better ways to handle it well no 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 no. i was gonna say unfortunately for her uh besides with triple h trying to make a little bits of pushes here and there wwe historically has not been huge on tag team wrestling in general like vince himself is is not been a huge tag team wrestler and that and that's coming from the mouth of you know others in the others in the profession that were tag team wrestlers so true so she didn't show up right and 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 tony storm lost and beast wrestling boner went no no because i feel (laughs) like with them announcing tony storm last week i feel like that was them saying hey lower your expectations. I still kind of expected it. Um, but I'm uh, the, the only thought process I have is maybe, you know, things were up in the air for a while. And now that Vince is back, maybe they won't be so much under, up, up in the air. I'm sure that she's asking an astronomical asking price, but honestly, 
Like, there were no other matches booked for NJPW Battle in the Valley, uh, California, coming up here, I think, next month, except for her and Kyrie. Uh, and after her appearance at um, Wrestle Kingdom and her um, you know, announcing that she was facing Kyrie at Battle in the Valley, like they sold out. Well, no other matches have been announced on the card. They so I know, I know they've sold out, and and like obviously that speaks for itself. But like, I've I've been looking, and maybe it's just like the the stuff that I see on my social various social media things. How is this generally being received? How is she being generally received? Because it seems like there's a and and pretty much everything is memed nowadays. But like, how is it being received? Uh, outside of that, because I see a lot of people being like, kind of like, oh, okay, this is a thing, I suppose. And that's not oh, yeah. me trying and, to get a and, rise out of you. That's like me genuinely no, no, no. asking. And like, there, there are a lot of people that are like, oh man, CM Punk sucks and he's past his prime. But guess what? When CM Punk on AWTV, those fucking numbers fly past the millions. Like, fact. Like, when CM Punk's on pay per view, those fucking buy rates jump up. Fact. Like, people can say all they want about what they think and what they, you know, how overrated he is and this, that, and the other thing. But at the end of the day, like, selling out uh, an event with one match announced to it, it, it tells me a lot that I need to know. Um, I, yes, absolutely, Pooh, you're, you're 100% right. You know, she has her detractors because of how she handled her WWE exit. Um, and, you know, like everything on the internet and Facebook, social media in general, like, you see the negative way more than you see the positive. But I, 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 you know, again, I'll say it. I have not heard a louder debut at Wrestle Kingdom, a louder pop, period, in, in, in several years. Even the return of Kenny Omega, I think, was dwarfed by the pop that Mercedes Monet got at, at New Japan. And again, that's not a culture that cheers a lot. So, uh, you know, I I think it's good. I I honestly think that her asking price is pretty steep. Tony Khan was probably on the fence and wanted to see how things kind of played out. I think that she may have had sights on going back to WWE with Triple H charge, but now that's all in the fucking wind. I, you know, it wouldn't shock me to see her at Revolution. Oh, um, I think I think that they, that I think I think that they probably doubled down, and who knows? Like they're you know, absolutely, Tony Khan may not have had any contact with her before January first, because you know they did go after WWE for tampering with their talent. How would it look if he was on the phone with somebody who worked for WWE before their contact? Oh. Hold on, wait. I I just came back into this. Who uh wait, who they go after for tampering with who? Uh, AEW went after ta- uh, WWE for tampering with somebody. I don't I don't think names were named, but like WWE was like inquiring with. I think I think FDR was one of them. Uh, oh. about about this a was bunch a of while their, ago though. Uh, a few months. You know, oh, I, really? I'd say maybe October. Yeah, uh, October oh, okay. or so. Um. Remember us talking about that? Yeah, that's why I was like really piqued my interest there. Do you remember how fucking crazy 2022 was in the wrestling world? Good and point. now 20, 2023 starting out like what would normally be a, a noteworthy topic on this show is dwarfed because something fucking insane happens. 
um, <laughs> just before we hit the air, and we're like, well, fuck, we gotta talk about this. Good point. Um, so, Fair point. Um, but uh, yeah, that was so. So I, it, it would not shock me, especially now with the way that WWE is kind of headed, if Mercedes and AEW come to some sort of an agreement. I could be wrong. I, I could be wrong because you know Tony Khan might starting to be you know starting. Start, start trying to tighten the purse strings, but again, they're making pretty good money too. So you know, whatever. Um, yeah. I have I have a serious question for you, Beef, and but I want to I want to get Putin Ransom's take on it before yours. Fair enough. All right. Yes. Is it because you know that I'll talk a lot? Yes. Um, so uh, you know, saying that you think Mercedes will you know reach an agreement with AEW. You know, obviously, this she she's somebody who would be pretty high profile, and they'd want to put her in the spotlight. Probably, you know, put her in some sort of title program. Although, granted, I thought they were going to do the same thing with Ruby Soho, but injuries and booking aside, eh, whatever. So, so we still have a undefeated Jade Cargill. My question to to Poot and to Ransom is if they brought in Mercedes. Would she be the one to dethrone Jade and end that undefeated streak? Or if not Mercedes, and even if they do bring her in and you don't think it's her, who do you think is going to be the one to dethrone Jade Cargill? I, uh, okay, mine's mine's pretty short and Pass. sweet. I think it makes... <laughs> well, damn it. Poot just <laughs> muted, so well, that doesn't fucking help. Whoops, okay. I'm sorry. I had it backwards. I'm sorry about that, dudes. Um, <laughs> you, It was still on the recording, so you're the dumb ones. Anyway, um, uh, mine's pretty short. My answer's pretty short and sweet. I really think it makes sense if she does come to an agreement with AEW. It makes sense because... It's a heavily established name. It's someone who's incredibly popular and incredibly believable that she would beat Jay Cargill. That's the most important key thing is that it's believable. Now, we've talked about Jade Cargill being being green, no pun intended. But like it, it, it's the it, it's the fact that it would be believable. It would bring a lot of eyes on the product and it would be a good conclusion and a good way to kind of send Jade Cargill off into the ether of okay now you're kind of brought back down to earth what else can we do with you you know what i mean like let's not have this be just the the thing um it, it, but if not her um honestly i i, I maybe i'm biased here i think Britt baker would be a reasonable one uh, i think um um I don't. I don't really know otherwise, but I. I really think those would be my two. I would say yes. I think it's incredibly believable, and I think it would be a, a, honestly a good thing, giving all the credit in the world um, to uh, Mercedes Monet. Um, and I also, um, I also think that it would be Britt Baker. That's my answer. Ransom. Uh, I don't. I don't know if they would. Because I think everybody would be expecting them to. Like if she debuts, I think everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, they're gonna get her after the title. Oh, she's gonna be the champ. Oh, dude, look at all the color fucking hair." Um, <laughs> they historically haven't really been big on that either. You know, Brian Danielson came in, Adam Cole came in, 
they didn't immediately get thrust into the big title picture. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I think that's what everyone will expect. So I, I don't know if they do or not. Um, I, I, I have no idea who, who takes it. I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't have a good firm grasp on the AEW women's division just because I don't keep up with the weeklies. And that's a shame on me. Um, but I just, I don't have anybody in mind that would, uh, that would be the one to take it. I would hope that it would be somebody new, mm-hmm. not new as in new to the company, new as in new to the belt. Um, because I think whoever does beat Jade Cargill, they could use that win to elevate this person. I right. don't think, I have no problem with Britt Baker. I don't think she needs elevated though. Like, I think she's, she's, more than proven, like she's champ material. So I don't necessarily think she needs it. I would like to see it go to somebody who needs it. I'm I'm with you on that. I I don't necessarily see it being Brit, uh, only for the fact that I, I, I no offense to Jade or anybody else, uh, but I feel like Brit is above the the TBS title. I, I feel like that Brit is somebody who absolutely is you know uh aew women's title uh contender worthy and you keep her in that main main event picture she's she's one of your uh you know she's one of one of your pillars of of the aew foundation and the women's division obviously um if they if they brought in mercedes um i could see her going either way i could see her being put kind of in the in that AEW women's title arena. I can see her being put in the TBS title. Um, as far as who I think would or should take it off of Jade, um, I still feel like Ruby Soho should get another rub. I'm really surprised that they didn't have Athena take it, but they could have her double belt because they had Samoa Joe do it with the uh, Ring of Honor TV title and the TNT title there for a hot minute. So, I mean, that's not completely out of the question. Uh, but like you, Ransom, I would hope they would be somebody new. So I would I would pull for a Ruby Soho or um, a, I, I think she's still recovering from injury right now. I'd like to see a Chris Stafford <coughs> get a shot. God, Tom, I hate you so much. Uh, I love you too, oh. Beef. See? You... You know, what does Beef think about it? This is why this is only going last because you guys took my point. My point between you and Ransom, uh, absolutely fucking not. Mercedes could not come in and beat um, uh, Jade Cargill. Absolutely fucking not. They can feud after Jade loses that belt. Um, Jade is basically Goldberg here, uh, but with talent. Easy, easy. With talent, with talent, and Fair. good job. She. <laughs> Not a lot. She's working. But she's Ooh. gotten a lot. She's gotten a lot better. She's she has. She, she has gotten. You can see progress in in her work over the however long she has been uh, there in the company and as champion. You can see progress, Absolutely. and she does the work. She she can put on more than a fucking five minute, you know, a five minute match. Absolutely. So, so yeah. Mercedes, no fucking chance. Uh, I don't even want to see her come in and win the women's title. I think I think that that's 
I think that there's a feud for Jamie Hayter and uh, Britt Baker brewing. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. So, like, I, as far as who, though, Tom, you're on the money. It's absolutely Chris Statlander. That's exactly where they were headed before she got injured again. So I think that this just gives Jade more of a chance to continue to pad her resume mm -hmm. and become better and hone her craft and then have Chris Statlander. Because Chris Statlander, when she wins, the arena is going to fucking erupt. Um, it, it's, it, it's been a long time coming. So absolutely, it's going to be Chris Statlander. Um, but again, that doesn't mean that Mercedes doesn't show up. Um, and I mean, honestly, maybe Jade Cargo beats Mercedes. Uh, I think that that would be a smart money move, honestly. Um, but hooker by crook, you know, the baddie section might get involved. But you know, I uh, I I absolutely could could see that coming down the pike, but just not for that belt. Because and while I think that Mercedes will, if she signs with AEW, she will have the title before too long. And and honestly, I think that she's probably going to have the uh, the um, the uh, IWGP Women's title here. Uh, after face Kyrie, um, but like I, I, I think she will have an AW title before too long. I just don't think it's going to be beating Jade because that needs to be a special moment. Now, the other thing to kind of talk about from last night was the match seven. Oh yeah, of the um, best of seven series, which was incredible. Um, the elite one, and like everybody's up in their fucking feelings about it. Oh, but they're EVPs. You know what? They're also fucking best wrestlers in the world. Take three steps back and appreciate it. Um, oh. so rather than yeah, the elite, rather than the elite, like coming back and taking the titles immediately, which they absolutely could have done. Oh yeah, they instead have a fucking barn burner best of seven series with the uh, death triangle gave the death triangle a nice little run had an incredible ladder match last night and yeah Kenny Omega is the best wrestler in the world in case you forgot go watch Wrestle Kingdom oh, go God. watch Kenny Omega versus Will dude, Ospreay dude just seeing that just seeing like a little like minute and a half like highlight reel of of their match, my God! If like, you have, yeah, if, they're if, artists. If, if they're have artists. Extra, I got goosebumps. They are Ab artists. Absolutely, absolutely. If if you have an extra forty five minutes or so, you know, seek it out, find it. It's worth your time. Um, but yeah, in, in case you forgot, fucking Kenny Omega is the best wrestler in the world, and the Young Bucks, they're a pretty great tag team. So yeah, like I get it, I understand. You know, oh, but they're EVPs. I absolutely that could be a conflict of interest but isn't that also it could be but, al but also but also they're the best in the world so and in my fever dream that i'm living uh, well and i mean that we're all living in, in professional wrestling there's a real chance that when ftr because ftr is off tv uh, according to Dax, for a couple months to kind of get their heads right, to heal up. They absolutely sound like they're committed to AEW. So, <laughs> again, 2023, 
it's going to be a wild one. Strap in. Like, if there's a chance that we could see CM Punk and FTR versus the Bucks and the Elite, or the Bucks and Omega for those, seven, for those uh, trio titles, <laughs> sign me the fuck up yo, yesterday. Yo, so with, with that, like saying this, and, and obviously Beef, you know, sitting there very excellently saying, you know, again, saying, remember, these guys are, in fact, some of the best wrestlers in the world. They truly are. They are masters of their craft. And like you said, citing Osprey, Osprey, Omega, like unreal. Absolutely, like 100% unreal. Um, but but like, man, people just fucking got so mad about that. And they're like, what, what would you like? They put over Death Triangle. There would still be people somehow bashing them. It, mm-hmm. you, you, it's it's a rock and a hard place for them, and they are over. Like they're over. Mm-hmm. Like people get it. I uh, would would I have loved to see Death Triangle come out on top? Yeah, but then not not saying what then. Not for Death Triangle, but like <laughs> they beat the they beat the elite. Who who beats them then? You know what I mean? Who beats them? Now the elite right. have it. Then the money's in the chase, especially for these these new belts. For all these, and it also gives you a chance to develop new groups. It it lends itself to more creativity because you have the top of the mountain holding the belts, going bring it, and you get to see things develop. Versus, you know, because it's not believe. Like I don't think a getting knocked off the mountain and chasing back up for the elite is a believable story. Like, honestly, I just don't. I'm sorry. I know that might sound small minded and like, Poop, what the fuck are you talking about? But it, but it's true. Now, in this case, I, I kind of do have to wonder, you brought up a good question, like, what's next? Not not necessarily just because of, you know, if in, in this in the uh, flip scenario of the of death triangle winning. But now that the elite have those titles back now, what like who's next then? And like with the elite. Are they kind of no god why do you make me want to drink my face off you said why? who's next don't you did this to yourself no no you, did you didn't it. have to you, you didn't did have it. to do it no did it people who are naysaying the elite winning these belts are not asking one very important question and that question is if these guys were not EVPs, would they still be on top? You would have to answer yes to that. Oh, absolutely. Like said, Even if they weren't doing nope. the trios thing, each one of them is at the top of their game in their divisions. I would answer absolutely without a shadow of a doubt. So Kenny Omega, best wrestler in the world. Young Bucks, probably best tag team that's out there or one of like top two, top three. Definitely so even if they five. weren't, even if they weren't EVPs, they would still be the trios champions. So anybody that's boohooing and, and belly hissing about, Oh, well, the only reason they're oh, because they're, they're EVPs. No, that's untrue because they're the best and the best get the belts. That's just the way it is. Facts. Speaking of the best, uh, we, 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 we definitely need to do a stump the chumps here. Uh, but I'm not I, the tag team champions. I'm I have shocked. A, I have a very important question, though. No. 
Yes. Go on. Uh, two epi- now two episodes ago, we were left on a giant cliffhanger. What uh, what is to become of uh, of of the decision from the Ort Michaels debacle and Ryuk's question? What so what happened? that's the past, and we don't live in the past. We live in the present. Easy, easy, Mike Tomlin. We don't we don't live in our failures. I don't understand um, that reference because I don't understand football. It's this. It's not about understanding football. It's about understanding <laughs> the fucking shit that Mike Tomlin fucking says. He's football, and I don't understand it. Um. I just see, I just see ransom like yelling at the like, I don't understand football. I don't understand I, this foosball. I'm the football champions. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the, I'm the. What, what, what period is it? Is it the four? What? So I will, I will quote a message from Ryuk from me to him and I. He said, uh, I, I said, I said, hope you enjoyed the cliffhanger, uh, and that we've talked about it. He said, I did, and I don't want to go on the show till I actually stump you guys. Wow. What the an outstanding citizen. Want, the man does not want a pity win because he knows that best this would be a push. So in that line, I think that we are going to declare it a tie. Just in my mind. Finish. A dusty finish, if you will. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Ryu did not stump us. Almost. Almost. So close. Give him one. Now, here is the question. We have one from Ryu, one from Pat. Uh, I think the one from Pat might be pretty quick. I'm not sure. We can see what happens. God's Which back. one's the oldest? Uh, Pat. Let's do Pat, so, then. Yes. All right. Also, see how it goes. Godsmack, Godsmack, I understand the email is very tough. I, I understand that, buddy. <laughs> What's this just move like, done now? Just, just, just like trying to like load up your PlayStation and load up Twitch. I, I understand <laughs> that these things are difficult. What's he done? European my man, servers. European. My God. man. The email address is Pittsburgh Piledriver Podcast at gmail.com. Two emails. One with the question, one with the answer. Put some spaces in the answer one so I don't see your preview. It's real fucking easy. He told me last. He told me last Tuesday night that he had one for us. He told me that he had a great one and that he was sending it over. Fucking lies. TikTok, motherfucker. All right, so Pat's question. Disqualified. Who was the? All right, next question. Uh, Who was the first AWA heavyweight champion? Who was the last AWA heavyweight champion? Not implying that they are both the same. But they could be. AWA. Uh-huh. Yeah, AWA. Uh-huh. Uh, well, that... I know I I know the last one. Okay. I know the last one. A- AWA? Uh-huh. That's Larry Zabisco. Okay. I know that one. I don't know the first one, but I I I am ninety five percent certain it is Larry Zabisco. Now let me kind of throw something out here. AWA I think was the one that like they would show on ESPN like on on ESPN Classic and stuff. And some of their later episodes, I, if I'm correct, I I may not be, but I, I think that AWA's later episodes. 
featured Scott Hall. A young Scott Hall with a, a, a permanent mustache, but a Scott Hall nonetheless. Now, <laughs> fucking... are you saying that Larry Zbysko was active into like the late 80s? I do. Champion? Well, dude, Zabisco Zabisco wrestled into the 90s, didn't he? Okay. Okay. I, I believe you. Oh, he I, absolutely I, did. Yeah. Because okay. I, I, mean, I, rem I remember whenever I started first watching WCW, like when uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was at WCW and I was completely enamored. I remember seeing Larry Zabisco and like, who the fuck's this like dad wrestling? Like, I don't know. Who's this living legend? Dad. The. Yeah. The, the man, the man who I patterned Ryan Kilmore, uh, at least at least his moniker, the living legend Larry Zbysko. What a cool fucking moniker! Yeah, I believe dude. you, Poot. I'll, I'll believe. I I, um, I I I am like I said. I am like ninety five percent certain. So AWA was like a cup of coffee, right? Like they weren't around for any long spans. Fuck you, Pat. A W A, like you fucking... fuck you, Pat. He says, "What a maybe, what a prick." Maybe the seventies is when they started. No, I feel like they start. They started earlier. Like uh, they started in like the sixties or so. I think. Well, no, six. Yeah, you might be who right. Sixties or was 70s. the first ever heavyweight champion of Botswana Wrestling Federation. Because... Fuck you. <laughs> well, all right, that would so, be so Ungandankung. A... Okay, there's <laughs> a little bit. Of... There, there's a little bit of merit here. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll bail them out a little bit because AWA was a chief competitor to NWA, uh, and then you know obviously WWF became a thing, and that was kind of like it for the little guys. Vince McMahon became the eater of worlds. Yep. So, but that's what I'm saying. I think, I think AWA, because like yeah, for the longest time it was NWA. And WWWF and like you know all the little satellites out there, but I think that AWA spawned up maybe in the seventies to like compete with a with the, with NWA. Uh, again, I'm not a hundred percent on that. I couldn't even tell you what AWA stands for. American Wrestling Alliance is an American. Okay, yeah. so that kind of where my mind goes that it started in the seventies. Because that's because. Well, honestly, because that's where Hogan came from. He was part of the AWA, mm -hmm. and that, and then that's where, yeah, McMahon snagged him up. Is it possible that Hogan was the first AWA champion? No, not a chance. No, God okay. no, no. Hogan, no, because Hogan, because Hogan. Oh uh, yeah, that would have been like early '80s, right? Yeah, Maybe Hogan. Yeah, Hogan, because Hogan was an AWA champ before well, he came into WWE. I mean, or well, WWF. Think so. of like the big old names like Vern Gagne. Right. Or, yeah. or or, or um, Bruno or Billy Graham, um, Pat O'Connor. Um, Shut up! What? No, that's a that's a real name. Yeah, you, you fucking. <laughs> what? These are uh, these are guys. That, what? Nothing. No, you you yeah either. Either either Ransom can't believe the names or he can't believe that you just gave him the answer. Right. That's kind of what that felt like. I'll be honest. Like when you said Pat O'Connor, it, it felt like Ransom pulled the fucking the one armed bandit, uh, the, you know, the, the fucking slots. And it just came up on fucking, you know, all all bananas or whatever. It, it, it touched his giggle button, apparently, regardless. I don't want to talk about it. What? Go on. 
what would be no. the what would be the irony though pat sending the question it being pat o'connor i don't want to talk about it what what what, what is happening right now keep going I, Wait, I, I wait, almost want to pull I, the thread. I, I, I almost, because it feels I, like Ransom might have something. Fucking I, yank yeah, the thread. Like... I want to see what's going on. No. Yeah. yeah, do it. No. Why? Pass. Okay. I, I, All right. All right. No, no, I, you know, I, 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 I trust the man. Well, um, one, of the, I, one of those two names. I think Vern Ganya might be the most believable. If you guys fuck it up and start to derail the train. I'll, what? I'll swoop. I'll swoop in. Okay. No, 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 no. It's no. I, I mean, Vern. Vern's up there, but, but for some reason, I I don't know. For some reason, every fiber of my being wants to scream that fucking Pat would try to get his big fucking win on us because it's Pat O'Connor. I I, I don't. Mm. I don't Listen, know, I would no. I would not put it past the maniac. I would not put it past him. Ah, oh, my foot. Ugh. But ransom, do you have any kind of beat on this at all? I got a rock in my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> like Dwayne Johnson. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. Wow. He's making terrible <laughs> movies in my shoe. Oh no, San Andreas in your foot. He's ruining the DC universe of my foot. Oh, no. Listen, I liked Black Adam. I thought it was good. Well, well, Ransom is terrified beyond the capacity of rational thought. Um, uh, I just, I, I don't know enough old AWA. I, I just remember watching it sometimes late at night on ESPN Classic. I mean, uh, I, I mean, Poots, Poots, absolutely right with Billy with Graham. Sports. I, I, I want to say Billy Graham was a big deal there. Ooh. Superstar Billy Graham might be a good call, but wasn't that's he, what I'm saying? Didn't he rise to prominence in like more into the like like mid late 80s? No, he was. Oh my he, no, no, oh, he my was no. before that. He was yeah, well before like that. He, I yeah. think I think he started in the 60s and like he like hit the main event scene in the 70s, and by the time he got to the WWF in the 80s, he was like you know kind of past his prime. That's why Hogan and Jesse Ventura stole his shit, his his shtick. No, no, wait, I, hold on, wait. I don't think Superstar Billy Ritt was. I, I don't think he was prominently uh, AWA. I, I think he was prominently NWA. Was he not? I'm I the NWA tag so. team champions. I don't think so, man. I think <laughs> I think Billy Graham was AWA, and, no, and that's so that's because because that's where Hogan like got his shtick. He saw a superstar Billy Graham wrestling, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna steal this shit." Well, what a thief! And nah, I I I think you're wrong on that. I think he was more NWA. Okay, but, I mean, but, that that's fair. I'm the I NWA. Just, I, I I could swear Billy Graham was a big deal in AWA, but but again, I'm 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 not willing to like say. You know, definitively AWA. Come on, I fucking Pat. love. I fucking love when Ransom goes Thank off the you. deep end and just starts throwing out non sequiturs. Yeah, like, this is like this Listen, is no, this the, is the, like Poots. This is this this is like Poots golden age of fucking wrestling in the 1920s. Question. Oh yeah, no, I fucking that. remember that the Gold Dust yeah. Trio, baby. Oh god. Yeah. No, AWA was more like 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 Poots said, like Pat O'Connor, Vergagne. 
uh, Nick Bockwinkle. Oh, Bach, like... oh, Bockwinkle. All right. I want to get on to Reeves' question. Pat O'Connor, final answer. Read the answer. I don't. Are you are are you saying that just because I, you're in a rush Pat, or Pat, no? He's saying Pat O'Connor's the first and Zabisco's the the last. Ransom, do you if, actually believe that that's the that 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 that's accurate? If if this is right, I'll, I'll explain myself. If it's wrong, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll excuse myself. Okay. I mean, I'm here for it. If if uh, if we're you. willing to say Pat O'Connor and, and 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 fucking Larry Zabisco, I'm see, here for Zabisco, it. Zabisco, Zabisco, I'm there for. The other one, I'm not sure about. I, I, I you know what? Listen, I trust I trust Poot and I trust Ransom. The sound that Ransom made when you read that name, when 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 not read when when you said that name, was like the I've got it. Yeah, I I I gotta well, I gotta trust in that. Well, then we we roll with Ransom. Pat O'Connor and Larry Zabisco. I, you know what? Answers. Ransom's done this way too often for me to go against him. Here we go. Uh, good job on King of the Ring last time. Went way outside the box for some. Thank you. First chip. And oh my God, we did it. Pat O'Connor, 1960. Larry Zabisco, 1990. <laughs> there you go. I, I said oh, Zabisco in the 90s. You yep. sure did. You sure did. Well, Zabisco was at WCW into the 90s, but yes. Yeah, that's in this amazing. Case. Yep. That's amazing. Pooch just like walks over and puts the fucking baseball on a tee, and Ransom's like, "I'll take that," yep. and fucking <laughs> out of the park it goes. I want to know Ransom what how what tickled your giggle button. So three weeks ago, <laughs> three weeks ago, I'm in the car driving out to Calcutta, Ohio. Where okay. We are currently building a Chipotle. And oh, I have to go out there to take pictures of the progress of the building, meet with the GC superintendent. Supply extra guac. And <laughs> I don't listen to music. I listen to podcasts. I listen to Among Us playbacks. Well... I just so happened to be listening to a uh, freaking who's that stupid Vince McMahon guy. Oh, uh, Bruce does the Pritchard. podcast. Yes. Bruce Pritchard, yeah. Bruce Pritchard. And they were doing a show on Ric Flair. And I thought, you know what? I don't want to listen to Rick, about Ric Flair, but I couldn't find anything else as I was scrolling and driving. Sue me. And don't they start talking about like early Ric Flair stuff like in the 80s or whatever i don't know if that's early rick flair because rick flair was born in like what 1690 <laughs> yeah <laughs> but they played a promo that rick flair gave before he wrestled freaking pat o'connor in the nwa and rick flair made reference to pat o'connor being a big deal because he was the first awa champion and that doesn't really mean anything to Ric Flair because Flair's just going to run right over him because it's not the AWA, it's the NWA, and that's what matters, and blah, blah, blah. And like, this was all like background noise to me until Pooh was like, well, maybe it was Bird Gotti. Oh, maybe it was fucking Peterbilt Trucks, or maybe it was stringing on the guitar, or maybe it was fucking Peterbilt Trucks. Like, Son of a bitch. You just said it. And that Thanks. made me think about that Amazing. stupid podcast I listened to. Like, oh, it freaking. 
According to Ric Flair in the promo that he gave, that's what he said. So that's why I'm basing this off that's of. Amazing. And your you know new what, AWA champion, Peterbilt Trucks. <laughs> but you know what? The, the funny thing is, though, Vern Gagne was the next one because Pat O'Connor uh, was given uh, 90 days to defend it, and he didn't. So he was stripped of it, and Vern Gagne was awarded the championship oh, fuck. after Pat O'Connor failed to defend the title. Yep. Which, it was Vern Gagne's promotion. And by the way, Tom, we were both right. Billy Graham started in NWA, was a key piece in AWA before moving to WWF. So basically uh, okay. what we're saying here, Pat, is get fucked pat man you just have the worst timing i i that's pat's problem is that he just right he, place he wrong time these, yeah yep. he conjures up these great questions and ransom just so happened to listen to a podcast about this weird off the fucking wall topic two weeks ago and boom it's 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 in his wheelhouse pat my man that was a heater that was a 102-mile-an-hour fastball, and it is going, going, gone. Pat, you lose, and you get nothing. I am the baseball champions. <laughs> the, uh, the fucking one more, like one more off-the-wall stupid question from Pat or Dave or God help me, Ryuk. Somebody asked some sort of off-the-wall question about, like, oh, back in uh, 1842, what was the WWWCWWF uh, event that they had in the middle of a dusty square in London where all the carriages had around it? It was a horse-on-a-carriage match. I will sign off this podcast. These three can go ahead and freaking talk about it because I'm not going to do this again. Stop it. Stop it. No more of deep dives into the black and white history of wrestling. Like, nah. The, the VOD villains. If oh, I want to watch black and white TV, I'll watch I Love Lucy or I Dream of Jeannie. Don't. You stop it. I still dream what, of Jeannie. No, no, no bewitched. I mean, be whatever. Pick, pick an old TV show that was in black and white. It wasn't wrestling. Stop it. Uh, all right. So what do we want to do? Do we want to do uh, Ryuk then? Hell oh, yeah, you might as dude. well because I'm already sweaty. Okay. Yup. <laughs> Fucking. In path. the time of. Don't. The... <laughs> He's so pissed. <laughs> what? Be careful with your words, Beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and we're composing, and we're composing. <laughs> I'm getting sweaty, man. Don't. <laughs> In the time around. of the 24-7 title, okay. how many God. times did R-Truth win that title? Uh, oh, like 900? He wanted a bunch. Um, 18 or 20, I think. I yeah. was thinking it might be north of 30. I think it's, uh. I think it's, I, I think it might be, I think it might even be north Our of 50. No, fucking truth. No, I, no, I don't, no, I, no, I don't, I no, 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 it's, it's, fucking it's, it's between 20 and 30 because we talked about it. We talked about it the one time when we said something about um, when in one of our other either hot tag trivia questions or something chumps. 
we were talking about it and we said, well, technically, our truth has more title reigns than Ric Flair does or whatever. Yeah, you know. but that was also whenever we were like whenever it was still active and being a sticky, stupid fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but for a while there, they for a while, truth didn't have it for a while. Fucking Dana Brooke had it for a while. Uh, yeah, but you truth know, they, always got it back, though. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm just saying the number 34 sits in my head. I'm dude. I, I think it's way more than that in the lifespan of that fucking travesty of a belt. I think I'm going to go with 52. Jesus God. I think that's way too much. I, I I'm going to shoot 52. So I, I remember them talking about this whenever, um, hell who won it? Was it, was it Rhea? That, no, who, who was it that wanted and threw it in the trash? Oh, Nikki. it was um, Nikki. Nikki. Yeah, Nikki. Nikki, yeah, Nikki did. I I remember them talking about. Good for her. And I, you know, again, the the thirty something comes to mind, and I I don't know why thirty four is in there. I I don't remember it being fifty because I, I I don't know, man. Like that that's a big number. That's a big number. And he and I and I could be won right. That belt. Could be wrong multiple times every other week yeah like this that that belt was ridiculous yeah like he won it like 14 times in one night well hell fucking i think i think nikki won it like 10 times herself or something at least so Oh, fuck. because she because she uh, because she yeah. had she had a lot of those title reigns when she was Nikki A.S.H. Almost a superhero, right? Yeah. What a what a horrific idea that stupid belt was. Yeah. Yeah. God, I, I dude, I, I, I like like I said, I think it was Santino like 52, was 53, like around there. I really do because I think that you're forgetting you're forgetting the numerous times on the on the fucking TV show where it would be like someone would take it from truth someone would take it from that person truth would get it someone would take it from truth truth would get it back someone would take it so those were all reigns and sometimes See, it changed think... it went back to him like three times in the course of a show I don't think truth like lost it won it lost it won it I think that maybe he may have lost it and then won it back by the end of the By the way, the echo that was happening on Beef just there, I had my mic muted. Okay. okay. I don't know, man. I, yeah, but it wasn't muted on the podcast. I can't I can't explain it. Um You know what? Beef says Beef says thirty-four for I, some reason, but I'm well, gonna reverse that. And I don't know. I'm I would I don't know. I'm I'm going with poot. I'm going with poot on this. Fuck it. You think it's in the fifties? Okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I and I absolutely could be wrong, but <laughs> like I, I just, I, 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 like it's like I said, it's like fifty-two, fifty-three, like around there. So I I really think it's that because I think the thirty-four number. I think that's when they were making a big stink out of it. I think that's when they were making like a like a thing. It's like oh, tri like you know, making a meme or a goof out of it. I no, think that's I'm why it's sticking about in your like, head. I'm talking about a graphic issue that that that, that they showed on the weekly product. Um, after like the title <clears> was gone. <throat> See, here's the thing, though. Like the 
the majority of people, the majority of people that won that fucking god awful fucking prom night dumpster baby fucking abortion of a title. Family Guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, so now we're citing references. Got it. Thanks. Um, you are a angry little man. Uh, I just like giving it right back to you. Um, but my point before you derailed me was yeah, make a point for once. Is the majority of people didn't hold that title for longer than a day. There was only a small handful of people of all the people that held that. So, Poots, I think Poots right in the fact that there was a lot of like (laughs) truth getting it multiple times in one night, back and forth, back and forth. So I'm more inclined to I'm more inclined to go with him. I mean, I mean, and fucking Pat O'Connor. Need I say more? I don't know. Just I mean, I, what I, what do you think, Ransom? It, it, it sounded like we're kind of following line with, with what what with what Pitt was saying there. I have no dog in this fight. I have no idea. I I tried to block that that ridiculous title out of my brain. I I, I don't I, honestly I don't know. It could be thirty something. It could be fifty something. Hell, it could be seventy something. With as much as that title bounced around and as little of a poo that I gave about it, I have no inclination of what the right answer is. Well, and I mean, you know, if it's if if it's two to one against me, I I, I will not fight back. Fuck it. Um, if, I, you know what? Go big or go home. You say 52, 53, I say fifty-three. So are we on uh... then we'll go big then say 53 cuz my gut reaction was 52 but if you want to go big let's go 53 I got an itchy ear So we don't Is that pertinent? No. Right. I mean if if we're going to go Curses. with if if we're going to go with Poot and Poot's gut I don't think we should round up. If Poot's gut pulled him 52 I'm 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 on more with two. I'll, I'll th- then I'll go I'll all right go, 52 I... I, I'm still with 53, so we got a split house here. Ha ha! Yes, nah, man. We got, we got, we got three to one. I vote no. 53. He said 53. Yeah. I say 53. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking learn how math works, beef. God damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna leave Come it up on, to you then. Deal. I'm gonna leave Come it up on, to you guys. Smoothing, smoothing down to 52. Let's go. I'm, he, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Uh, while Tom does have knowledge, and, and, and I'll absolutely give him that, Poot's gut feelings have led us to the promised land in the past. And I feel like if we don't, if, when we haven't followed Poot's gut feelings, we've been wrong. And well, like, my gut feelings. Poot says, I have a gut feeling about 52. And Tom's like, fuck it, let's go 53. Let's no, go. No, like, no, no. Tom, His original words were, I have a gut feeling like 52, 53. It was, I said north of 50. To be fair, he did. I'm. I don't know. Make a decision. I'm going it's, with seven. I'm going with fifty-three. It's your. It's it's your call on this one. I oh. I I still think it's thirty-four, but I you know again and 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 not to fight fate. So if you guys want to say fifty-three, absolutely, I'm on board with fifty-three. I my my final my final my final guess is fifty-three. I said I'll Brandon? leave it up to you guys. Ransom? 13. Because it's, 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 it's the reverse plus one of your, of your uh, 
feeling of 34 for some reason or whatever. So I'm like, you know what? 34, one more, 35. Eh, 34, it. one more. 34 plus one more. Reverse that around. Eh, yeah, that sounds good. 53. <laughs> I don't know. I was just being a jackass. I have no, no idea. I, 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 seriously, I, I seriously think Poot was on the right track. All and, right. Uh, but I, I think I think Poot was on the right track. But I but I would venture to say I would venture to say 53. That's my feeling. All right. I'm going to say 53 then. And that's going to be the end of it. Uh, Wait, I want to change my answer. Again, I wanted to thank you for allowing Ignored. us to send questions and interact with P3, no matter how bad my days are. I enjoy listening to your show. Oh, thanks. Um, oh, yeah, we, 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 we appreciate your uh, your viewership, you And uh, keep sending in the questions. We really enjoy it. Uh, okay. So this is... Damn it, Ryuk! An another <laughs> dusty finish. Um, our truth leads the chart with the most reigns. He has won the twenty-four-seven title in bold. It says fifty-four times. In parentheses, it says fifty-three, as recognized by WWE. Well, there you, you go. You have 53. to go with WWE. What? The, there? How? Is... <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm curious as to where this fifty-fourth reign came from. Where the hell is he get? Where the hell is he pulling his information from? Um, he said the last week's from was was from Sportster. Um, this one looks like it came directly from the um WWE website. Uh, let me just Google it real quick. You know what? Hang on. You know. Let's let's just fucking. <sighs> Do people not know like how fucking Wikipedia works? I mean, I don't know. It's funny that you mentioned that, Tom, because I just looked on Wikipedia and it 53. says 53. Um, it says 53. His 52nd reign is not recognized by WWE. All right. Well, there you go. It says 53 in parentheses. It says 54, but it says. Yeah. I so it's not recognized. His there we go. I'm, 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 I'm glad that you guys are smarter than me. And I'm glad that Tom pushed for 53 because we, I, I almost botched it. So here you um, go. Over the championships, three year history, there were 202 officially recognized reigns between 57 different people. There it. are three reigns that are not recognized on the official title history on WWE.com. Our truth had the most reigns at 53 and the longest combined reign at 425 days. That's crazy. Reggie had the longest singular reign at 112 days. Yeah. Only 14 other people had a reign last longer than a day. Huh. Well, get you want you want to hear these this fucking uh, cast of character names? Here you go: Angel Garza, Akira Tozawa, Bad Bunny, Carmella, and Dana Brooke. Uh, Drake Maverick, Drew Gulak, Elias, uh, Maria Canellis, Mojo Raleigh, Rick. Riddick Moss, Rob Gronkowski, Shelton Benjamin, and both Singh brothers. Who beat somebody beat Gronk for it on an ESPN show, and I don't remember. <laughs> like yeah. an ESPN yeah. commentator, and then I think Truth beat the ESPN. Yeah, commentator. he like he was like there, um, and he snuck in and took it. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, um, wait, wait, hey, here you go. Hang on a second. Uh, Raw announcer Mike Rome, NFL player. Wait, where is it? Uh, Non-wrestle, not, no. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I, so I mean, there there was some fun with it. Um, It, it, it wasn't, you know. Doug, it, it, it was, Doug Flutie? 
It yeah, Doug just... Flutie, Peter Rosenberg. <laughs> oh my God, Peter Doug Rosenberg. Wait, Flutie. hold on. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Uh, Non-wrestlers that held the title include Fox sportscaster Rob Stone, NBA player uh, Ennis Cantor, um, electronic music producer slash disc jockey Marshmallow. I remember that. Uh, WWE senior account manager Michael uh Gia- Giacio? i don't know nascar cup series driver cal bush raw announcer what mike- well hold on Ra- raw announcer mike rome nfl player rob gronkowski radio personality and wwe pay-per-view pre-show and uh panelist peter rosenberg former nfl cfl and usfl player doug flutie puerto rican reggaeton rap and trap singer bad bunny infamous wwe gimmick the gobbledly gooker WWE commentators Corey Graves and Byron Saxon and WWE referees Daphne, LaShawn, Sean Bennett, and Eddie Orengo. Pfft. Santa Claus also held it. Did he? Yep, that... Santa Claus and Rob Stone. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Rob Stone what was the one that beat Gronk goofy fucking for. belt. It was. It, it wasn't without its charm. It's just uh... that I think the gimmick was... It it happened too often. It I started think if they when... dialed it. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was I was gonna say I think I think if they dialed it back about twenty five percent, I think <laughs> they have Mayor Glenn Jacobs listed, not oh. Kane. Mayor, Mayor Glenn Jacobs. Jacobs. <laughs> Look at like, this, Mr. Mayor. I think if they would have dialed it back about twenty five percent. I think it would have been okay. I think if they but, dialed uh, up, the, I think if they dialed up the uh, the actual hardcore rules and violence yes. about seventy five percent, it would have fucking been better yeah, too. Well, but, either way, yeah. well, and that was that was kind of the impetus of the damn thing. Was it supposed? It was supposed to be the second coming of the hardcore belt. But then it looked like a fucking literally a giant Waffle House waffle on a fucking green leather strap. And it was yep. just well, and that was the terrible. thing. The problems with that belt started when Mick Foley pulled the damn thing out of a bag. Like, <sighs> yeah, the, uh, yeah, you, you, uh, when, when you're, uh, and, uh, like, we we talk about AEW and, and, like, you know, obviously they have the TBS, the TV, and the TNT championship. Uh, but like this was like the first time that a network was like, "Hey, let's get a belt on there." Like that 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 a network was pulling the strings, and so like they leaned into making it goofy just for goofy's yeah. sake. Do you and remember like who I the, said, You remember who the inaugural twenty four seven champion was? <laughs> I don't. Titus O'Neil. Makes sense. And here you go. Here's your here's your statistics for the uh for the twenty four seven championship. My God, first champion Titus O'Neil, final champion Nikki Cross. Most reigns are truth, fifty three reigns. Longest reign Reggie, one hundred twelve days, like we said. Shortest reign Tucker, one reign, four seconds. Oldest oh, champion, Tucky. oldest champion Pat Patterson. Youngest champion Bad Bunny. Yeah, buddy. Well, there you go. Heavy, heaviest champion, the revival, a combined weight of four hundred forty-six pounds. Lightest champion, Alexa Bliss. I can't believe they actually put a a, a weight number to to a woman's wrestler because you never hear weights announced for female wrestlers. But whatever, <coughs> I'm not gonna out her weight. It's fair. Yeah. So Ryuk, you also had a very good question that had uh, that had me stumped. But uh, never, never count out 
Poot the Bard's, uh, his gumption my, my, and his uh, his his sixth sense about these things. It, dude, it, it's I am I am good at goofy bullshit. I'm good at goofy bullshit. Well, thanks to our goofy bullshit expert, uh, <laughs> we win again. So Ryuk, sorry, buddy, you tried, <gasps> but uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to wait at least one more week. To stump these chumps, because you lose and you get nothing. Man, I hate Vince McMahon. Pooh, Dorito. Yeah. What time is it? Oh, it's burrito time, baby, and I got some Taco Bell Diablo sauce sitting right here for ya. Oh, it's gonna be spicy. Thank you all uh, very much for listening. <sighs> Thanks, everybody. Bye. <laughs> and that's where the episode ends. Oh, no, oh, no, no. We still got a burrito coming. Your butthole's not done yet. As, uh, oh, no. as Soldier Boy said, it looks like that poop shoot's taking a beating. Um, oh, you should what? fucking you should fucking watch what? the boys. It's super good. No, okay. that poop shoot seen here. better days is what he said. Um, all right, what thank you all very much for listening fuck. to the P three podcast. Poop shoot talk we aside, go. we want to thank you seriously for listening. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find us over there, youtube.com slash Pittsburgh Pile Driver Podcast, and uh, you can also find it now wherever your awesome podcasts are found. Yes, that's right. I'm back on an upload schedule, fuckers. Depression can't take me down, but it can skip some fucking episodes. And also, Anchor, you got your shit together, by the way, because it is not doing janky bullshit like it used to, so I'm super happy. By the way, Anchor.fm, really, 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 really good website now uh, for it to uh, for it to for it to work the way that it does. I'm glad that it does. Good way to disseminate your podcast. We're on seven different platforms, boys, so you can find us they? anywhere that you get um, your quality podcast. We also want to thank our lovely, lovely sponsors. Start with Mr. Sean Tischler and his work with uh, uh, wrestling in the central Pennsylvania area and Pennsylvania and the greater at large area as well. The Commonwealth, as they like to call it. So thank you, Sean, for your work. And uh, make sure you check out IWC if you're uh, you're in the Pennsylvania area. A lot of fun. Also, Imagine Wrestling as well. They're doing some really cool stuff. Watch your local indies, folks. That's where you see the stars of the future. Um, we also want to thank uh, our very own casual gaming self, Mr. Tiger. Up your butt. Bomb Tom. I had to break. It's a callback. Come on. Yeah, you're up. Oh boy, it is a callback. Um, We want to thank him and his uh, his channel, Casual Gaming Dad, uh, over on Facebook. Join Casual Gaming Dad's corner. You can find him on YouTube as well. It's Casual Gaming Dad and on Twitch, Casual Gaming Dad eighty four. Yes. Ah, I got it right. Okay, make sure you check him out. And you know what? Also, why don't I just go and throw throw it out there? I started streaming on Twitch, fuckers. Go to twitch.tv slash pootthebard. So you can find me over there. I'm doing just variety stuff. And also, I game with my buddies. And Tom was gracious enough to let me co-stream Tuesday Night Among Us. And I really appreciate that, buddy. Um, we're gonna keep that going moving forward too. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do do my damnedest to make that happen. So it's a lot of fun. Um and, and streaming, I like streaming. I like streaming, it's fun. Um so yeah, check that out too. We also want to thank Frigoff Ransom, our very own madman. He's a lovely boy, and he'll make you laugh very heartily, as you could clearly see from our podcast. 
What'd you say? Fake news. Fake news. No, not fake news. Very sweet boy. Very funny boy. And uh, check him out there. Also, uh, Beef, uh, you uh, you posted a little something on the YouTube channel here uh, yourself. What'd you throw out there? I posted rewatch, review, and rewrite. I am doing a series, hopefully, of uh, Rumble rewatches as well as WrestleMania rewatches leading up to WrestleMania, where I'm going to be talking about you know, what I watched, uh, talk about how I felt about it, and talk about how it could have been perfect. Awesome, awesome. I'm going to try to keep it. I'm, I'm going to try to keep it short form. I'm gonna try to keep it under ten minutes every week, so that it's just a real quick like, and you're in. Oh yeah, just like just that poop like shoot. Just like my love life. <laughs> oh well, hey. Um, but uh, yeah, check that. It's a cool thing. And also, I've talked to a couple people. I'm gonna be doing some interviews with wrestling fans, kind of like uh, you know, bringing it down to earth, talking to the uh, salt of the earth fans. No, I'm not gonna be interviewing MJF yet. I want to. I I want to have him on and have him just yell and scream at me and call me a shithead. Like you guys do. It'll feel like home. Anyway, thanks for listening to the P3 Podcast. For myself, the Barbarian, Putin the Bard, baby, for Mr. Tiger. Give me another one, Tom. Uppercut. Bomb, Tom. For the Madman, Ransom. And Ransom, I'm going to let you do it. Tell us who else. Oops, sorry, I was peeing. Uh, what are we doing? <laughs> Give give beef the legend. Thanks everybody. Bye. <laughs> yes, ransom. <laughs> Clods.